Welcome back to Total Party Kill. It's me, your Dungeon Master, Tony Sindelar. We are continuing our second mini-adventure from the uh, Sly Flourish set of Fantastic Adventures. This is Dwarven Vault. Uh, we are picking things up at a literal cliffhanger. Our adventures have traveled to a uh, abandoned Dwarven mine that seems to be the site of some recent archaeological exp uh, exploration. There are the scenes of many scenes of carnage where something about this mine seems to be causing various vicious animals to become yet more vicious and kill many things around them. They have pushed into the mine and discovered a crevasse that they will now need to cross. Let me introduce our players as we join them in the midst of action. First up, it's Annette Weirstra. Hi, I'm playing Chomasa, and I'm a dragonborn ranger who is currently poisoned and ready to throw herself into or over a crevasse for the whole team. That's the spirit. Also here, it's James Thompson. Uh, I play uh, Samson Jotham, a uh, gnome artificer, and I have death dog fever, and so apparently does my character. Mm. <laughs> Uh, also joining us, it is Jason Snell, playing one of the most memorable characters we've seen here at Tem T Total Party Kill. Hi, everybody! Uh, this is Jason, I don't talk like that. I am playing, though, Cool Cat, who is a male tabaxi bard, level 2. Uh, he likes to jump and sing, and he likes to boogie boogie boo, and he loves you. And he loves to heal you, too, if you need healing, because he's helpful. He loves to heal a you? He loves to heal a you. Oh, wow. <laughs> mm -hmm. Jason, is there anything that people should Google if they are confused about who you are? As a, just about just the Google, Jason Stell experience. Google Cool Cat Saves the Kids trailer. Uh, mm -hmm. Or maybe there's an episode of The Incomparable they should listen to. Or just go to the Rocket Surgery episode about the movie Cool Cat Saves the Kids. Yeah. And uh, you'll have a better idea about the, the inspiration for Legally Distinct <laughs> Cool Cat. Yeah, legally distinct inspiration. Inspired. It's yeah. it's, it, that's totally legal if you if you say that it's legally distinct. That makes it legally distinct, right? Uh, none of us are lawyers, and in fact, several Clearly. of us are now are now prohibited from ever being lawyers. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know, Jason. I don't know why you had to choose Cool Cat, a movie I haven't seen, when you could have chosen somebody from Frankenstein Island. Anyway. Moving on. Next time. Oh, Speaking Chaco. of Frankenstein Island, <laughs> next up, it's Monty Ashley. Hi, that's me. I'm playing Krong the Bugbear Rogue. He's a nightmare monster. And last but not least, always the last to join the call, it's Steve Lutz. <laughs> hey, it's me, Steve Lutz. What's happening? I hear that you're playing some kind of character today. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Tell us about that character, Steve. Sure. I enjoy prompting. That's why I wait for you to do so. Do you? Um, <laughs> no. I'm playing Diendo. I am a halfling monk and uh, prime butt puncher. Although I haven't actually punched any butts. because Yeah, it I'm seems usually... like mainly you kick things and stab things with a spear. I'm so. usually holding a spear. Yeah. Someday. Someday. Find... Live to dream. So you might think that, that uh, halflings would be too diminutive to be uh, good monks, but the fact is... Their their height uh, really helps out with uh, particularly painful hits mm -hmm. to the groinal area. Oh, so I'm like a whirlwind of um, America's <clears throat> funniest home video, video. All right, you're standing on the edge of a crevasse. I believe somebody is currently tied to somebody using everyone's favorite Dungeons and Dragons prop, rope. That would be me. Sounds and about right. 
Um, in a, perhaps a thoughtful and wise move, I think, should somebody heal me? Yes, <laughs> before I, think James, I jump across a crevasse. James noted just before uh, we uh, we started the episode that you guys fought some death dogs and some people got poisoned, and there was no healing afterwards. It's almost like your bard is a real cool cat mm. um, who was asleep on the job. Cool, cool, cool cat. I'm happy to uh, help uh, provide healing. It'll take one of my spell slots, but I can definitely do that if there's uh, somebody who needs some serious healing. Just as a dungeon master, tactically, I would advise not wasting healing on somebody who's about to plummet to their death. Like, make Mm. them get across the crevasse and then heal them. That's true. We could do that. That's horrible advice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can I just say, not only going to plummet to the bottom of a crevasse, but also poison. Is that why there's a crevasse in my hotel's waiting room? So if, <laughs> if we're taking if we're taking a short rest and you're using your hit dice to heal, um, I will. I can do the song of rest and you'll get some extra hit points. So did can we, we do, do a short rest here, Tony? Do we decide? Sure, why not? All right. Well, um, so anybody who can hear my performance, uh, Cool Cat performing this, um, not on the pan flute. I'm going to say he's performing this with his other key instrument that he's good at. The bagpipes. Oh, God. So Cool Cat is playing something <laughs> jaunty on the bagpipes, and you gain an additional three <laughs> hit points beyond your healing surge. So you're welcome. I want to say, before we rest, I am going to use up a key point to uh, to invoke Step of the Wind, which doubles my jump speed. Oh, that seems super so, useful in this situation. It does. I'm just going to take a running jump and hop across to the other side. Make it make it look easy, the Fat Rabbit way. Indeed. Uh, there is, I mean, again, there are these iron bars that are kind of left over from a bridge you could use, but why bother when you can leap, I guess? And now I can rest and get that key point back, so. Oh. Do you want to uh, roll me anything to show that you can actually jump over a 20-foot crevasse? No. The rules say I can, so I can. Oh, they, they just, what? Really? Yeah. The rules say you're long, if you have a, what is it, a 20-foot run-up? Mm-hmm. It's your, uh, it's your you strength. You can jump your strength. And um, I double my jump speed because of my step of the wind. Oh, okay. There you go. So it just now, if I, if I was landing in um, difficult terrain, that would you are require not. something. So, okay. Some sort of wow. effect. That's okay, Deando. You can hear uh, Cool Cat's bagpipes from across the crevasse. <laughs> Deando, if only <laughs> you had thought news. to like maybe carry a piece of rope with you. <laughs> you know, when I was watching the movie Cool Cat Save the Kids, I was always thinking. I have rope in my backpack. Yeah, but the, you know what? That rope would be really useful if one end like of it was across. where you were and one end of it was where you started. Is what well, I'm how saying. hard is it to tie a rock to one end of the rope and throw it across? Uh, how good are you? Not at throwing, that hard. How good are you at throwing <laughs> rocks twenty feet? Extremely good. I don't have Steve. Have you ever tried doing that? Yeah, twenty feet is not very far. Um, I mean, I think it's about twenty feet. I think that's yeah. why they call it that. It's Which a, is not very far. It's a third of the distance from the pitcher's mound to home plate. Okay, sports nerd. No one asked. I mean, that is help- that is helpful for visualizing that, though. Um, <laughs> okay, jerk. Your advice is useful for providing context. That totally makes sense to me now. <laughs> Eat it. Okay. So here comes a rock with a rope attached. Ow! <laughs> okay. Wow. Cool Somebody grabbed that to having things thrown at him while playing the bagpipes, so this is yes. not surprising. Yes. Oh, it's amazing how non-annoying all that bagpipe music is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It sounds like he's strangling himself. <laughs> All right. So did people spend hit dice? We did. I spent one. 
And you took your bonus points from uh Yes. From that one gets cool me cat. up to maximum. Alright. What is going to happen now? Diendo has just leaped across effortlessly. You are all gonna have to be full of effort. Left us all on the other side. I am mm. holding the one end of a rope. Mm. Right. And, and I I'm have it around my for waist. Somewhere to secure the other end so I don't have to hold up a bugbear if it falls into the crevasse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is there something with which I can do that? Maybe a stalagmite or a stalactite that I can Yes, which there's both. Which would you prefer? Uh I feel like the stalagmites are probably a bit more <laughs> secure. Yeah, mm. there's no roof over here, so I don't mm. trust that stalactite at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just hovering. It's weird. Mm-hmm. All right. You have tied the rope around a stalagmite, yeah, which hold might the end of it too, hold just tight in to case a ceiling, breaks. but it doesn't because it's a stalagmite. That's how you can remember, kids. <laughs> that's that's, that's very helpful. Wow. Thanks. Uh, all right. So there's two pieces of rope involved. Uh, who is holding the other end of Diendo's rope? Well, that's a loaded question. <laughs> did, you, did you successfully throw it over? Yeah. yeah. Well, then would it make sense for uh, our bugbear to hold it? And then I'll just hold on to that as I go across. Or do yeah. we want to secure it? Yeah. I don't know. You guys have introduced two ropes into this, <laughs> this, into this equation. Our strongest. Our strongest. We, we are gradually going to weave a bridge out of all these ropes <laughs> yes. between those two things. Roll pioneering. Yeah. I am holding the other end of Diendo's rope. I encourage everyone okay. to cross. I right. am holding on to that rope, and I am going to cross over those seemingly secure metal bars i am going to tell you that this is going to require acrobatics i will tell you you would get advantage for having a rope um if you are poisoned your advantage and disadvantage cancel out okay so roll roll well i it's i mean that is always sound advice but yes and are you attached to another rope is that how this is working no there's only one rope yeah okay i'm holding on to the rope all right listeners using your imagination feels like you could tie another rope to her and have somebody hold it on the other end, lest she fall, so at least she doesn't descend to her death. You could tie infinite ropes to a person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true. Listeners, hold on. Listeners, I want to clarify this for our, our audience. This is a podcast. First, imagine infinite ropes. That's too many ropes. Now imagine a dragon board with two ropes. That is what they started out doing. They realized that was preposterous. Now imagine one rope. Now you're seeing what we're seeing. Is this rope hempen? Hopefully. Okay. Yeah, it's rough hewn. Can, uh, it's so it's, acro- it right in the it's acrobatics, not athletics? Indeed. Okay. Because it's a balanced situation, not a brute force situation. <laughs> nice try, Dragonborn. I know what you're good at. <sighs> I'm looking at my character sheet, and it does, in okay. fact, say rope, comma, hempen. So mm. we're, we're good. Classic. Um, we, you think we were good, but then somebody rolled a one. <laughs> I will just mention... For, you know, because it's always good to remind you of all the things you have on hand. Somebody has inspiration. Oh, that's true, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Diendo thinks as Chomasa tumults to her death in a chasm. All right. As Chomasa appears to stumble and uh, looks like she's about to fall to her death, I yell out, you can do it. Have some inspiration. And I give you inspiration. And this time I rolled nine. Nine plus something or 12. nine total? Nope, that is with the plus. All right. Can I grant uh, I need to get some new as dice. As a bonus inspiration, can I grant bardic inspiration to her? Or do I need to do that on my turn? Uh, I think you could do it as a bonus action. Yeah, as a bonus action. 
All right, I say you can. You no, really, you can do it. That's Bardic Inspiration. <laughs> uh, roll a d6 and uh, add that to your total. Roll high. I rolled a five. So plus nine. What did that get you up to? Fourteen. All right, you like the, the like everybody is on edge as Chomasa carefully walks across the steel balance beam, ropes being held on either side. There are several moments where it looks clear that she is about to fall to her death possibly taking a bugbear and a stalagmite with her. But through the encouragement, through perseverance, and through... I was going to say good luck, but that's not really... It didn't really seem like that was leveraged. (laughs) Everything aside from good luck, Chomasa, you are now safely on the other side of the crevasse with Diendo. Hooray! Dear team, do better than me. I give her a high five. Two down. High five. Okay, Cool Cat leaps across. It's really high for me. Does Cool Cat... Okay, I go a little lower. Uh, cool Cat got an 11. I jump. Uh, He's holding on to the rope, but only an 11. Only an 11? Yeah. With, you rolled two sixes. I did. Wow. Uh, cool Cat, uh, you slip and bang your leg really good on the metal bar. You are going to take three points of damage, but you get across. Yay. That was basically a marginal, a marginal pass. Okay. So... Samson and Krong are still on the other side of the crevasse. Well, I'm lighter, so I'm going to go first, just in case this whole thing comes down when a bugbear tries to walk on it. So I get uh, 11 plus 213. Uh, and you have advantage, but you don't need it. You, uh, Oh, no, you don't have advantage because you're poisoned. Yeah. Uh, you safely uh, get across the... Uh, the pseudo bridge. It is precarious, but you make it, Samson. All right. Good job. So now the adventure can continue. Krong will stay there holding the rope so that you can get back safely at the end of the game. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, I will walk across. Do you is do there anything? something we can tie? Like, can we tie off to you? I rolled a 12. Uh, Krong, you make it. I was waiting for you to do something ridiculously roguelike or just like, oh, yeah, my, my, my arms now extend 20 feet. So I just grab the other <laughs> side and pull myself over. So, I mean, just walking across a balance beam is pretty roguelike. Yeah, it is. Uh, I guess you have a pretty good bonus to uh, acrobatics, apparently, since you rolled a five and made it across. <laughs> I sure so, do. Yeah. All right. You have successfully um, traversed the, uh, the, uh, the horrible steel beams here across this crevasse. Um, let me just check in on my two players who are poisoned. Samson and Chomasa, it's been a while. You took a short rest, uh, which is an hour in 5th edition. Why don't you give me a constitution saving throw just to see how you're doing? Um, six. Uh, rolled a natural 20. Oh, but six is really low. It is really low. <laughs> I am rolling the worst. Cool kid saves the kids that have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give you inspiration. Why don't you roll a d6 and add it to your total? And that was a one. <laughs> so, Chomasa, you're not feeling great. You're not feeling any better. You're not feeling any worse. But your condition is still poisoned. Mm-hmm. S- Samson, uh, you vomit up a great deal of something. You think that something is supposed to be inside a dead death dog. Uh, but now it's no longer inside you. You are no longer poisoned. But I am going to tell you, you are going to take uh, three hit points of damage uh, as the poison leaves your system. It was worth it. Totally. 
Once you make it across this crevasse, you enter a new area with numerous mine shafts leading off in different directions, uh, different uh, parts of the uh, mining operation of Gold Peak. But there is the clear sign of uh, various bestial remains that leads you on a uh, direct path into what appears not to be a mine, but a recently uncovered, recently excavated, long-lost dwarven vault. Hmm. Would you like to move your tokens down the uh, the path? Sure. sure. I'm hesitant to move all the oh. way in, but... Jamasa, you coming? I'm like, I'm coming, and apparently... I, hang on. Are we putting any thought into what order we're going? I am. Clearly not. Okay. <laughs> I don't think Samson should be in front. Yeah, that's. I'm gonna just hang back a little. Uh, and as you enter this new area of the mine, uh, you hear what sounds like maybe like a distant singing. It's kind of weird and atonal, and there's not really any breaks in it. And um, <laughs> do you know these people, Cool Cat? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, digging what they're throwing down. This is really exciting, guys. Mm, mm. Um, Cat gets to go first. And let's see. I would, like, I would like all of you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh. Neat. I'm so bad at these. Ooh. I'm not. And I'll check in with you role. one at a time. All right. Uh, Chomasa, how'd you do on your wisdom saving throw? New dice are working better. We have a 19. All right. You... This seems weird. Uh, Diendo, Fat Rabbit, how did you do on your wisdom saving throw? I got an eight. You feel, like, compelled to head further into the mine. This just seems like the best thing you've ever done. Samson Jotham? I got a 14. Uh, you're not sure, sure about all this. Cool Cat? Seven. Seven. You feel like you this is fantastic, and you'd love to do a cover I told you! I'm really <laughs> enjoying it! And Krong? It is pretty good. Seven. Uh, so several of you feel this just kind of unnatural compulsion to head deeper into the mountain as if this song is just the most wonderful thing you've ever heard and you just can't wait to get closer and hear it better. And just to, the song is just uh, over and over again. Oh yeah, you're right. That is bewitching. Yep. See if you can make that more atonal. Like there's <laughs> yeah. a filter that's going to do that. <laughs> um, yeah, do you, can you anti-auto-tune it? Um, so the area beyond is not a mine, but a vault. Uh, and it's, you know, it's got fine dwarven craftsmanship and there's some statues and nice tile work. But also seems like some recent additions to the vault that I will, uh, I'll describe for you. Uh, so recent uh, excavation has collapsed the natural wa rock wall to reveal a vault once hidden behind it. The smooth stone walls of this hidden chamber were clearly worked by skilled dwarven hands. Uh, the ceiling arches upward, reinforced by crisscrossing beams of stone. Another well-carved hall flanked by huge statues of armored dwarf warriors continues on at the far end of the chamber, while tunnels on both sides of the chamber show signs of having crumbled where they once led deeper into the mountain. A few still standing side chambers which appear to have once held dwarven treasure, but a number of empty chests suggest that these areas were recently looted. In the main chamber right ahead of you, huge insectoid creatures are digging their mandibles into the thick green flesh of a dead six-legged lizard. 
Another insectoid horror stands as still as a statue. It's Carpus, Carapus, Dark Sun, Carapus turned to gray stone. One of the living creatures lurches up, its mandibles spraying blood across the stone vault as it beholds you. With a high-pitched streak, <laughs> it rushes over to attack. Well, that's rude. Uh, it is a uh, Krong. Step one, bonus action. I would like to hide, just kind of pressing myself <laughs> against the wall behind the corner so they can't see me. Uh, who is at the front of the group? Diendo? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, I look small, but I, I have a surprisingly large profile. Let me uh, just check the stats of these guys. It seems like it should be a little hard for you to hide, Monty. Um, okay. But, well, I'm going to go maybe, ahead. And... But hard doesn't mean impossible, right? So you should try. Yeah, I rolled a 10 on stealth. I'm going to say... Uh, you have you have hidden. Okay. Now I will pull out my short bow and shoot this guy over here. Is that the one that's moving or the one that's not moving? I don't know. Uh, the in my head, the one to the right was the one that was moving. Well, that's the one I'm shooting with my right. short bow. Pew, pew. Do it. I rolled a nineteen to hit. All right. You from the shadows fire an arrow into the huge insect that is charging Diendo Fat Rabbit. All right. So that'll be a D six. Thanks, dude. Because of the critical nature of my attack. Uh, nine points. All right. It hisses at you. Uh, sneak attack damage. Uh, now I will push my way through Diendo Fat Rabbit and come out over here. All right. Step over Diendo Fat Rabbit, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have placed yourself in the line of a giant uh, horrible monster. So has it. Watch out. I might punch your butt. Do they have butts? I do. They have like they have he like does. a thorax. Anybody um, stepping over over me is at at risk of getting punched in the butt. It's just All right. <laughs> Krong, are I, you all set? I accept that. Yeah, yeah. All right. The horrible insect creature is next. Um, let's see. It could do two different things. They're both awful in different ways. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to run up to uh Krong because you are there. This horrible th- insect creature, which is even taller than you, Krong, lurches I'm across. Eight feet tall. This is this is like ten feet tall. Oh it's my quite god! Big. Ah. Yeah, this giant insect creature with huge crushing mandibles and all kinds of like its little its its front legs basically just look like scythes that happen to be legs. Uh, scuttles across the floor, comes at you, and it's going to just try and scoop you up in its mandibles and crush you. So, that's happening. Um, this is a bite attack happening oh. on Krong. Krong, oh. oh. only nine as its mandibles crash together somewhere above your head. My armor class is 14, Mr. Bug. All right. You dodge out of the way of this horrible insect that wants to eat you. Diendo Fat Rabbit, you are next. So, Krong is a little bit into the chamber, uh, kind of in, he, he is engaged with the horrible insect, but I would say there is there's plenty of mo- room for you to move into the chamber to move around the creature as well. It's a oh, big I chamber. Can go, I can go right through his square. I'm fast. Yeah, c- yeah, because you're small and it's big. I'm, in, I'm a little nimble, dude. Um, is there any advantage to you, Krong, as a rogue, to have me on the opposite side of this guy, or do I just? Is it Not the same really. If I'm just, five? he just wants. I think he gets advantage if you're within five. Yeah, right? as long as somebody's near it, I'm fine. I will come in a ways over to this side of. Uh, over to the right side here of this creature. So that makes some room for people to come out and do their thing. And uh, I will come after it with a spear and a kick. Spear is a 15 versus AC. 
oh, you st- stab it right in the thorax. Some kind of weird green liquid kind of like steams out of its <laughs> guts Ew. at you. Oh, I have regrets. <laughs> it looks, yeah, you're, it looks like your spear is kind of getting sizzled a little bit. That does uh, nine points of damage. Wow. Okay. And now I will kick at it. My feet All are right. fury. Uh, that's not quite as good. That's a 13. Uh, you do not connect with it. It is kind of scuttling around and scurrying as there's like a, a, you know, green stuff kind of hissing and bubbling out of a hole in its thorax. Yuck. All right. Well, that does it for me. I'll be over here five feet from this creature next time somebody needs to take a turn. All right. Samson Jotham, you are in the back. Far, far in the back. My first question is, do do they fit up that corridor that we're in? Probably these creatures came through the, the hallway that you are in now to enter the vault. My second question, does a special action, does that use up my turn? I don't think so. I don't know what the special action is. Ah, well, my special action, I am going to infuse my armor with enhanced defense, which from the outside will just look like I push a button on the side and it lights up a bit. But and I get <laughs> plus one AC. I mean, presumably you should have done something like that at the start of the morning. Do you want to say that you did? Yes. Okay. Okay, that works. So quick, we had a quick... uh for the the for us, there was a little montage of uh, of uh, Samson very- Jotham getting up in the morning, taking off his dainty little sleeping cap, touching various uh, non magical items to make them magical for the day. Yeah, yeah. having a coffee, you know, <laughs> reading the magical newspaper. coffee. Yeah, yeah, touching and some then- more non magical items to make them magical. It's a plus and one then paper now. Cup. Yep. Yeah, and then now to real. Yeah, this this particular episode of Total Party Kill was produced by Vince Gilligan. And now, um, what does he do? So. <laughs> it's like a third season Lost episode where there's flashbacks for no reason yeah. that tell you nothing. <laughs> Everything was leading to this moment, Samson. I should probably have also, after I had my coffee, uh, touched my short bow and enhanced it as well while I was at it, uh, which gives me a plus one bonus on attack and damage. Sounds good. You did that. So... Everything's glowing. Obviously. There's like lights. That was in the that was in the montage. Yeah, <laughs> it was like the slow motion Get reaching out, ready, pushing the button. Ready for an adventure. <laughs> we cut. I did like. I like that you forgot that you could make all of your offensive yeah. weapon magic and yes. flash flashback to three hours earlier when you threw an abacus at someone. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the flashback ended. He stepped forward. Then there was a little more flashback. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know that maybe that ward the the throwing the abacus at the wolf was probably we should have had you take your temperature back then. <laughs> uh, I will now move around the corner and shoot the uh, one that is spraying uh, acidic uh, bodily fluids all over the place. All right, I rolled an eighteen plus four plus one. <laughs> That's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And I do, I do two plus two plus one five damage. Uh, two plus two plus one is five damage. All right, that insect is not looking great. It didn't really look great. All right, beginning. Don't listen to him, sweetie. You're beautiful just the way you are. All right, Cool Cat. Uh, cool Cat uh, steps forward, and can I see everybody in the room? Yeah. All right, I see. I see the two monsters in the room. Uh, oh, the three monsters in the room, but one of them is my friend Krong. 
Oh, the, I thought you were saying Steve. The two bug <laughs> monsters in the room. And uh, 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 he's a bug bear, sir. Well, yeah, but they're a different kind of bug, not a bear bug, non bear okay. bug monsters. <laughs> well, they're uh, clothes. And he casts Bane. <laughs> Up to uh, so these two See, creatures, uh, but not the bugbear. The means of protection. <laughs> That's right. Coquette <laughs> yeah, steps forward and says, "I just want to propose universal basic income, Batman." Indeed. I like the way that guy talks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, these creatures must make charisma saving throws. Oh, they seem super that... charismatic to me. I'm just, I'm just gonna check. Well, I don't know. They seem to have a prong <laughs> under their spell. They have minus two to charisma. All right. This is the one that hasn't gone yet. He's on the left. He's going first. He made a six. He needs needs to target 13. All right. This is the one on the right. He made a one. He rolled a three. Minus two is one. Uh, So so they're both baned. They're both baned. So they're going to roll a D4 every time they try to attack or do a saving throw. Uh, as long as this spell goes, and I can keep it going for up to a minute. So I'm putting min- a little skull in crossbones yeah. to indicate being. So a minus D4 oh. penalty to attack um, right, for the next. let get D4s ready here. What is that? Uh, 12 turns? How? So for, for, for a minute. For concentrate. Yeah. Yeah, for their lives. You do have to concentrate, uh, so you turns. can't. Yeah. Yeah, unless I'm knocked I mean, out or something. Yeah. All right. Is that an action or a bonus? That action? is an action. Excellent. Chomasa, you are next. You are at the rear currently. You are still poisoned. Death dog fever. Yes, and I am poisoned, but still cocky. So Ooh. I'm going to come up. I have two swords. One <laughs> yeah. of them's got a hit, right? I just, Annette, every time you say it, I believe that Chomasa is saying it, and also that <laughs> she's swords. saying it like she said it for the first time, like she just noticed. Um, <laughs> two swords. Okay, so I am rolling... My right sword. With disadvantage. With disadvantage. Sorry. It's okay. Ten. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I swing with my other arm and six. Oh, (laughs) it is hard. You are dizzy. The death dog fever burns and pounds like a million cool cat drums in your head and you are confused and your swings are sluggish. It's like somebody played... The bagpipes recently. She it is was bad. poisoned and became confused. <laughs> uh, Chomasa, All I say anything? is, I have two swords. <laughs> Krong, you and Chomasa are face are right up there in the grill of a huge, horrible uh, insect monster. Uh, well, I feel like it's going to be real hard to hide from these guys at this point. I agree, but we I do have an ally next to them, so I'm just going to do a regular attack roll against this Mm -hmm. uh, jerk. I rolled a 15 to hit. That'll hit. Then I do 13 points of damage, because I do get attack damage, although I do not roll with advantage. There is a splash of green sizzling uh, insect guts uh, just gushing out of this thing's thorax. It is still uh, moving about, but it it looks like it's it doesn't have long for this world. <laughs> All right. Wow. I, I think the ice cream is it bunny dropped by. <laughs> Krong, is it the uh, the oh, horrible the creatures' ice turn cream next? Bunny. Yeah. All right. So the horrible creatures' turn is next. Uh, the insect kind of staggers around, and it sees all of you clustered together, and it rears up, and it just vomits acid in your direction. Um, 
So this is going to hit, or it's going to be in the direction of Cool Cat, Samson, Chomasa, and Krong. So, let's see here. Um, each creature in that area must make a DC 13 T- dexterity Tony, saving throw. Tony, cut to 20 seconds earlier, Cool Cat steps back and doesn't know it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing that, right? So, back. Each of you make a DC thir- 13 dexterity saving throw. Okay. 18. Nope. 19. 10. 11. All right. Unfortunately, and it kind of makes sense, Krong and Chomasa are right up at the front and they get splashed. They take 10 acid damage. Oh, no. Uh, Samson and Cool Cat just get singed for five each. Things look bad as the second insect monster moves in, ready to take a bite out of Krong. Um, take a bite it is out going of Krong. To, it is going to go for a bite. It is baned. So let's see here. It's McGruff, the crime. He insect. rolled a critical, but I guess it's inherently not a critical because he's baned. And so it's like, it's still high in the 20s, but it's not a critical. Um, so it'll you, still hit. It'll still hit. Uh, you are going to take. You may be in. You may be down, Krong. I don't know how many hit points you got. I do. Um, say a number. Say a number. Well, I'm going to say two numbers. Uh, you're going to take nine slashing damage as the mandibles cut into you, and then three acid damage from the you know the beast saliva. Krong is unconscious. Oh no. Oh no. Yikes. Diendo Fat Rabbit, this does not look good. You have finally made it to the titular Dwarven Vault, but this may be your final resting place. Mm. These horrible insect creatures are big and awful and filled with acid. What will you do? This seems like a fine time to unleash a flurry of blows. Okay, I will tell you that this the, the one right next to you might only need a single blow to go down because I'm a generous dungeon master and I want it to be your fault when you lose. <laughs> That's all right. We, we established that we could run across the room and use the other one last time, so... Diendo, back to you. Yes. Flashback. <laughs> yes. We established right. previously that I can use my other kick on another monster. I think so. I mean, that's how I'm playing it. I don't know All if right. that's canon, canon or not, but that's, So I'm going you know. to... I'm going to attempt to spear the first guy that I'm not... I mean, let me just wait. You could certainly move around such that they were both near you and, you know, you know. I don't know. You're a monk. You're you're agile, nimble. So... All right. So... What's first? Spears. Well, I don't All know. Right. Does this... Does this uh, does this guy look like he's really close to death? I've I've given you a generous amount of information already. All right. I will spear this guy that's by me. You are a cad for asking further. <laughs> 16. 16 hits. Roll damage. All right. 10. 10. Wow. The creature gives a horrible hissing, wailing noise. As you tear open its thorax, green guts and acid-like blood spills out and the creature kind of flips up upside down with its legs flailing in the air. All Is right. this a turn of battle or just the token victory on the path to defeat? Deando Fat Rabbit, what will you do next? Well, <clears throat> with my spear embedded in this creature's carapace, use I use it like it a, a pole vault. vault. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nice. And flip myself <laughs> over to the other bug where I kick it in the butt twice. All right. This, you know, bugs, kick. they got a big, they got a big butt. So you got to branch out from time to time. Cannot lie. Yeah. And those are, oh, nice, uh, 23 and an 18. 23 and 18 will both hit. Roll damage. All right. 
One of them is a five, and the other is a four. All right. I'm damaged to you. First hits on this fresh giant bug. Um, Sansum Jotham, there's only one horrible giant insect monster in this vault. You know what I think this calls for? Mm? An abacus. Yes. <laughs> Do it. Uh, they need to make a dexterity 13 saving throw. The creature does? Yep. And they're baned. Critical fail. Does bane affect saving throws? Yes. Oh, well, critical fail minus, minus something. 24. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to roll it? <laughs> his his final roll is a negative one. Um, okay. Uh, 3d8 damage. What? Yep. Is this from an abacus? Yep. Wow. That would have killed a wolf if you had hit. <laughs> Who's laughing now? Is the, see? All right. Uh, four, six, 38 damage. 18 3D. 3d8 18 damage wow the abacus explodes into a million ball bearings uh not sorry it's not dead it's bloodied uh as the uh the creature rears up with all of its many legs uh flailing as it is very surprised to have taken an abacus for the to the face tiendo rolls around comically on the beads yeah (laughs) it's like uh it's like yeah it's like a million ball bearings have been dropped there uh, cool cat. Yes. So can I, uh, what I'd like to do is do cure wounds, which is touch based. Can I run into the room, uh, sort of, uh, touch Krong's shoulder and then continue running or do I have to stop? Absolutely. Nope. In fifth edition, you can break up your move. Oh, great. Okay. Well then I'm going to cure wounds and then I'm going to kind of come back over here, um, into a safe space, but I'm going to cast cure wounds, on uh, my buddy Krong, uh, he just gets six hit points. So he's got six hit points now. He's away. Uh, thank you. You're still prone on the ground, Krong, with much of your own blood and acid around you. Yep. What is this, Tuesday? Uh, Cat, you all set? Uh, yeah, I am. That's all I can do. Chomasa, you stand near the slain body of one giant bug, another giant bug over on the other side of the chamber, threatening your friends. What will you do? I am poisoned. I am mm. washed in acid. Mm. And I'm really angry and I'm going to pull out my dragon breath, <gasps> which yeah, right. is a dexter 11 dexterity saving throw. All right, and he has bane. They roll that. I don't have to, right? No. That is the the important thing to remember when you're poisoned or have some magical effect is there are things that you do not have to roll. So, I have rolled a 13 for his dexterity before counting in Bane. So you have like a 50-50 chance of making this. Oh, he gets... uh, So wait, he got an 11. Is an 11 a success? I believe it is, right? Okay, yeah. It's 11 dexterity. So then he gets half damage. Okay, so he takes half damage. What kind of uh, damage does your dragon breath do? Uh, It is fire. Ooh. So you coat him with a certain amount of fire damage. Yep. How much? Yes, half as much. So I roll two and then cut it in half or roll one dice? Because it's 2d6, sorry. Roll the 2d6, uh, the 2D6 then 2D6. divide it in two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I rolled a 12. Nice. So he so six. six fired here? Yep. All right. Wow. This this uh, second horrible beast has not been in the fight very long and does not seem like it's going to be in the fight 
much longer. Chomasa, do you want to do anything else? Is Dragon Breath an action or a bonus action? It is an action. It's an attack. Okay. Um, but I have a two-handed attack. I can't then attack with no. one of my... No. I don't think so. I didn't think so. You have to make two melee attacks with light weapons to do yeah, two-handed okay. fighting. Then I at least did something. Yeah, you did. Uh, Krong, you are on the ground. I will use half of my movement to stand up. Then go one, two... I will tell you, I think you are squares. engaged with the creature because it did. He, he is the creature Was that I? knocked you down. Yeah. Remember he bit you? No, I don't remember that. I remember being breathed on by this other guy before uh this, right. i think it was it was the bite that took you down though all right so i am within five feet of this jerk yeah all right i'll just stagger to my feet walk around him anyway okay <laughs> well last time we were all together in a cluster we got viciously breathed on uh-huh. i didn't Clustered. like that mm-hmm. i just mm-hmm. feel better standing behind him and i attack him with my rapier all right uh 14 to hit uh, this horrible insects armor class is 14. Yay. I honestly can never remember whether that means I hit. You hit. Yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Then eight. I am taunting you with how close you are. No, you hit. It's the basic rule that I can never remember. That's okay. Yeah. Tie goes to the attacker. Yay. Uh, eight damage then. That is enough. You saunter around the beast as it is trying to avoid Dando Fat Rabbit's many blows. You are pretty badly hurt, but you manage to get your rapier up and stab it in the back, slaying the second and final of the threatening, horrible insect monsters. The vault is quiet for a second, except for that sound of singing. Louie, Louie! No, sorry. Um, all right what would you like to do um i would like to start writing my autobiography the many blows of diendo fat rabbit <laughs> am i still entranced by it i spent some time unconscious uh you know what everybody as the you have a moment especially you're closer into the vault give me another um what was that was it a wisdom 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 give me another wisdom saving throw if you are already entranced with disadvantage oh that sucks. <laughs> 11. 13. 3. Thanks, disadvantage. 14. <laughs> All right, I will say you, I think uh, the only person who got less than 10 was Krong. Krong, you are, like, consumed by it. You just want to head deeper into the vault. There must be something really great there that's making all this this wonderful music that you just can't wait to get closer to and feel that warm, those good vibes. You know, that's just, that's what it's all about. That's I grab you're his in this pat business. leg and try to keep him from running down the mm. hall. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, check out this concert, guys. No, 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 no. Bad idea, no, bad idea. A... Can't, can't you hear it? Can we slap stay him? Here. Yeah, I heard it. It's I so hear. atonal. <laughs> cool, <laughs> cool Cat gets out his pan flute and starts trying to play like a, uh, like a harmony with it that uh, can maybe get Krong to be split about where the music's really coming from. Can, I believe that do... Cool Cat would think this is a form of helping, even if no other creature oh, in the no. world would. <laughs> so. Can can you do a sort of noise-canceling tune? That yeah, sort of... uh, you know what, Cool Cat? Uh, first off, you get inspiration, Yay. because it's stupid. Um, second, uh, give me a performance check. Yeah, performance check. <laughs> Love those. <laughs> they don't happen enough. 16. You know what, uh, Krong, you still feel like like you really you want deeply to head south, but you're not like being compelled against your own free will. But it seems like a great idea, and anyone who suggests otherwise is some kind of idiot.
What's in this room? Cool Just Cat would never think that. Dead bugs? Uh, in this room is an assortment of dead bugs that you made dead, and dead lizards that the bugs previously made dead. Would you like to inspect them in any way? They nope. probably don't carry very much money, because they're bugs and so, lizards. So is this is this the vault, or part of the vault? This is, you are now part of the vault. Uh, as previously described, there are a bunch of uh, uh, chests and uh, things here in this uh, first room of the vault that appear to have recently been looted. Probably you could figure out that somebody took a bunch of gold bars out of here and put them in a lockbox back in a, in a dig site. Mm-hmm. Um, so those, are, those, those people on their expedition seem to have broken into this vault. Uh, there is more to the vault. Um, specifically, you, can, you see a, uh, a tunnel. I think it's technically west, but down on the map. Uh, and... I'm just even going to say you can you can kind of see in the light uh, some fancy looking stuff that has not been disturbed yet uh, beyond in the uh, the inner sanctum of the vault. So both of these tunnels that appear to head off to the east and west are cl- oh, okay. They are not collapsed. Yeah, you mentioned something had collapsed and made them inaccessible. And the music's coming from the south. Music's coming from the south. We should go south. It's so great. Oh. Diendo hops up on Krong's shoulders and covers his ears. Uh, Krong, how big are your ears? Uh, cool Cat's still playing the pan flute enough to keep it. So Krong's not going to bolt. Hops right? up on Krong's shoulders and puts his fists in his ears. <laughs> <laughs> what about your feet? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, unfortunately, Diendo, there is, his ear canal is spacious. There's like a lot of room for your arm to move in there. And it is <laughs> gross in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bugbear people have not discovered the Q-tip yet, is what I'm saying. Fists of wax! I think we just oh. invented that. Oh, God. <laughs> a bugbear Q-tip is called a halfling. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, basically, when your Happy arm comes... Tiendo, when your arm comes out, it, ba- cool. it basically just looks like you have a candle attachment for your, below your wrist. <laughs> so, that was horrifying. Is there any um, indication as to why this third creature is petrified? Did it just die? Would you like to? The... Would you like to uh, do some uh, nature checks on what the nature of these creatures are? Sure. From a top, from a top of bugbear, I will try to inspect these creatures. <laughs> oh, sure. <I'll, laughs> let me lean over here. You can get a better look. <laughs> Thanks, and this pal. is what the tops of things looks like. It's all I ever get to see. Wow, it's a different view from up here. Uh, that's not a great nature check. That is a three. Well, I see the bottom of beds sometimes. Uh, you think that the bugs are bug-like and the lizards are lizard-like. It does occur to you that it is unusual for lizards to have six legs. Would somebody less like Diendo like to do some nature checks? I, I will do a nature check because I have a plus three. Uh, I got 19 plus three. All right. Uh, you survey the scene uh, Samson, and it is clear to you that uh, you basically showed up after a fight between some basilisks and some, which are the lizard-like creatures, uh-huh. and some onkegs, <laughs> which are the insect-like creatures. Uh, basilisks are six-legged lizards. They are known for uh, their ability to petrify uh, their opponents, so it appears that one onkeg was turned into stone uh, by the uh, um by the basilisk, uh, on keg's result, I would have expected the basilisks to win that. Uh, yeah, well, they were outnumbered three to two. So, uh, the on keg are these giant, many-legged insect uh, with huge scythe-like arms. Um, they are known for burrowing. Um, yeah, I think that's that's their big thing is they burrow through the ground, and you know, spit acid. So, hmm. um, so yeah, more monster fight club then. 
Yeah. Um, all right. What would you like to do next? I am down to eight hit points. Oh. I could cure you. That's more than I have. I, I was going to say, and I think Krong is down. I'm fine. <laughs> Let's just uh, real quick go south, check out this concert, and then we can No, go. no, 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 no. <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> I could cure you if I hadn't spent all my slots on Abacus-related shenanigans. Yeah, my... Oh, that's, <laughs> oh, no. that's okay, pal. It was worth it. My, my oh. slots are also now completely exhausted. Sure. Boy. Wow. I'm going to leave that one set. Um... You didn't get to recover anything after your short rest, Cool Cat? Short rests don't recover spell slots, do they? Not for uh, bards. I get, not for not bards. bards. If, if you're a, a wizard, then you get some stuff. Yeah, so. that's what I thought. You can right. recover. It's warlocks that love yeah. the short rest. So you are uh, in bad shape. Uh, I mean, I guess so you could take another short rest and people could spend hit dice if you have any hit dice left. I sure do. I, I would love one. to. I would love to spend an hour just sitting here listening to that music. Yeah, just just Come. grooving. I also regained my my dragon breath. Okay, yeah. Well, let's do that, and I'll do a song of rest, which means that you're going to get some additional hit points oh, what, back. What are you going All with right. this time? The flute or the bagpipes? Well, I'm going to go with the flute. I'm going to continue to play the flute <laughs> oh, along yeah. with the song that's going from down the hallway. Yeah, Krong, you continue to inch kind of closer and closer to the. Uh, to the inner vault. Uh, and in fact, Krong, I'm going to tell you as you kind of scoot, uh, toward the edge of this, uh, this hallway here, I'm still you know, on your shoulders, by the way, that's okay. You are just, I'm not, I mean, I'm just going to describe stuff for you. You are looking furtively out of the corner of your eye, um, at this hallway, um, Krong. And what do you see down the hallway? Uh, you see there's a hallway, um, and strangely, in the middle of the hallway, uh, Krong, this might be upsetting or exciting. I don't know how things work for you. Uh, there is a corpse of a bugbear and two dwarves lying in the hall. Oh God, and I they have been like, exciting. they have been chopped like into multiple pieces. And there's even some kind of burn marks around where some of their wounds have been cauterized. Natural causes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this yeah. seems like a trap. I'm not sure why. It does seem like a trap. Are we taking our short rest? I think you should yeah. take a short rest. Okay, oh, everybody yes. Everybody who uses hit dice gets an additional six Ooh. hit points. Ooh. It that seems likely that up. whatever is making this noise in the hall is what is attracting the animals here. Hey, do I get to try to save against poisoning again? Yeah, why don't Still you? Still at disadvantage, though, right? Um, yes. Okay. Pray for me. Uh, no, I, I rolled a one again, so... Oh, no! Wow. <laughs> Annette... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really good at rolling ones. You know, it's I don't know, is it better to do them here or better to do them in combat? Unclear. It's it's best not to do them. All right, well we we saw that there there are chopped up guys in this hallway which looks and the, with like quarter, cauterized wounds. It looks very bad like there is some sort of a trap here. So I would like everybody, you know, we should we should try to see if we can perceive what's going on in this hallway that caused these people to die and and see if mm-hmm. we can figure out how to avoid being I feel killed. like Krong and I already used up our attempt. Indeed, you did. Yeah. So, uh, okay. I, uh, it's the re- time for the rest of us. What are we? What are we doing here? Perception. What are you guys worried about? There's nothing down there. We perception. I, I've got perception. I can also see in the dark. Fifteen for Cool Cat. I could just sneak down there. Uh, I got twenty-one. All right. Uh, so, uh, Cool Cat, uh, you notice that there are some slots in the wall. 
that you suspect there are probably, you know, something bad that comes out of. Uh, Samson, Jotham, you study the, the area, and you basically have, like, a blueprint in your mind of how this trap works. You suspect uh, stepping on various tiles in this hallway first discharges a certain amount of electrical energy into you, uh, leaving you momentarily stunned, and then you are sliced in half by some swinging sides. I, I recommend we do not step on those things. It Honestly, it feels like either the sides or the lightning would be sufficient. Both is, uh, you know, innovative. <laughs> so how do we... How do we uh, disable these traps? Somebody with thieves' tools could attempt to disable the trap to allow you to pass without being um, electrocuted or chopped in half. Uh, somebody and then we could go um, south and listen to the music. Yeah, yeah. And then you could go south and listen to the music. You could also just run for it. No, um, I, I've got my. I've still got my pan flute going here. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna soothing him, soothing the savage beast. You could also do. Uh, you could do an acrobatics che- check to try and like. Dance through the blades. Who's got the, the fierce tools? Everybody. Several of you. I think. Yeah, I think we're we I, over I catered it. in thieves. Yes. Tools. Well, let's, I've got let's, this. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, now You're you know, Krong, a trap right here. Yeah. Yeah. You could. You, I, you, you could. You could work as a team. I think probably <laughs> oh, if people were helping you, you would probably get advantage. Well, oh, I'm still on Krong's shoulders, so I should. <laughs> We've both got these tools. We can. Is this kind of a, a ratatou- ratatouille situation where you're steering him with his ears? So <laughs> I feel like it would anybody- work better if we put on a large trench coat. <laughs> yeah. As anybody who's ever worked for a micromanager knows, nothing helps more than somebody sitting on your shoulder <laughs> telling you what to do. <laughs> oh, oh no, have you tried there, using no. the thieves' tools? It looks like you're trying to disable a trap. I'm going to roll sleight of hand if that's okay. It's it's actually just dexterity. So. Yeah. Oh, and I okay. will help. But then what's the point of having proficiency with thieves' tools if I don't get to add my proficiency bonus? You do, because you're proficient. You add it to the dexterity. That's mm-hmm. what I thought. So it's going to be a d20 plus 5. 3 from dexterity, 2 from proficiency bonus. And I think we're going to say you have advantage because... I'm uh, Diando helping. Is, Diando is helping. Uh, <laughs> total 18. All right. You have skillfully, Krong, uh, disabled the trap that you previously were unaware of. Good job, buddy. I pat him on the head. Thanks. So we think it's all safe now? <laughs> Are you, you getting tired of this yet? I could you scratch yeah. right behind my ear just a little bit. Sure, I use my foot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Visual gags. Yep. Good for podcasts. <laughs> all right. So it does appear that th- there is like a, a clunking noise and uh, like a discharge of energy, and it seems like the hallway is now clear of trap. Seems like. Yep, let's go. I, I feel that uh, Krong is being drawn down there, so we should just let him go down. I'm going to hop off his shoulders now. Yeah. I'm going to sneak south. All right. Stealthfully. Stealthfully. There is, it's not It's not on the map, Kron, but right where you are, there's like a pile of corpses. Do you so see anything down there? There's, How's it there's, going? There's a bugbear and two dwarves in assorted, you know, chunks at your feet. Do I know the bugbear? Uh, I don't know. Do you want to know the bugbear? That's up to you. You're the DM. Uh, roll history. 20. Natural. Oh, totally. You were... Uh, no! Uh, well, hold on. <laughs> Which chunk you went, does he recognize? You went to Bugbear High School with this guy. Uh, you recognize his face. Uh, you were... Uh, uh, he was two years ahead of you. You didn't really know him that well. He seemed nice enough, but yeah. Uh, Would you like to revise your no now? That's a shame. Yeah. 
Uh, you do not recognize uh, the two dwarves, uh, though their gear suggests that they were probably uh, part of the archaeological expedition. And indeed, one of them is uh, um, pretty pretty fancily dressed. You suspect he was probably the leader of the expedition. And they do look like they might have some good equipment with them. Uh, interesting. Uh, I'm going to try to sneak south. I did roll an eight, which is a one plus seven. Just going to keep on sneaking south to where all this cool music is. All right. So the rest of you hang back in the inner vault. Well, I'm coming Krong down. Has now passed. I've seen that he got through there. I'm on my way. Yeah, me too. Krong <laughs> me has... too. All right. And you all follow him down the hallway of former Blades and Lightning. Can I see as we're going past, see what the equipment sure. is that the, the corpses have? Sure. Give me a quick perception check. 19. Uh, looks like uh, basically there was one fancy dwarf little bit kind of more of the archaeological <laughs> types and the other one looks like he might be more of a like a bodyguard type um and Less the bodyguard fancy. type uh of uh dwarf has a pretty nice looking uh shield and a pretty nice looking battle axe didn't help against a bugbear though did it well i mean they were both cut up by the trap who here uses shields and or battle axes I don't know. You may they may be things that you will carry around and you trade later with other adventurers. Um, I'll also tell you. Uh, you know what? This guy seems to have been. Uh, he has several uh, bags on his belt uh, of various things that he has uh, clearly eluded from the previous chamber. Um, uh, uh, cool cat. He's got. Uh, I'm just going to call it an even hundred uh, uh, gold pieces. They give it to me in. Pewter, <laughs> silver, and other smaller denominations. I'm rounding up to 100 gold pieces marked with that uh, that stamp uh, of the battle axe and the ha- helm um, right. that were clearly minted by these dwarves. And a, uh, a bag of uh, black jaspers, which are gems, that was is probably worth, well, I'm going to say a good, here, I'm going to roll a d10. 70 gold pieces total. All right. Nice. Oh. So you just netted... 170 gold pieces worth of valuables off of this corpse. Sad, sad, sad archaeologist. And a shield and a battle axe. All right. Can anyone wield a shield or battle axe that wants to use it this adventure? I can I don't know. wield a shield, but... I have no need of such things. I have two swords. <laughs> Guys, this music. You can't wield a sword yeah. and a battle axe? <laughs> All right, yeah, let's check out what what's going on with the music. All right. An alluring song (laughs) echoes from the circular vaulted chamber. An obsidian statue depicting a beautiful elf woman stands in the center of a huge pool of opaque black liquid. The magical song is emanating from the statue, sending rippling waves along the liquid in hypnotic patterns. Two towering bronze statues depicting armored dwarfs stand on opposite sides of the chamber, while six large iron-bound chests sit on daises along the wall. Two of those chests have been broken open, the coins spilled out like gleaming rivers, the remains of a mutilated dwarf are spread between the two chests, his dried black blood staining the stone floor and the broken axe close at hand. I will say... How many of you, who who is all the way into this chamber? Me. Pretty much just Krong at this point. I actually. think, I mean, Cool Cat wanted to look around, so Cool Cat's probably there too. 
I'm I'm in I'm in the hallway. I don't want to go in without other people in front of me because I'm <laughs> all right. I'm weak. And, Fair enough. He was um, looking at the, the bodies in the hall. Yeah. So. Give me a uh, wisdom saving throw, uh, Krong. <laughs> okay. Six. That's not good. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, Krong, you are you you are just staring at the statue and the rippling water of the pool, and your the song is just assaulting and twisting your mind. You have lost sense of where you are, um, and and it's it's like you don't know who you are anymore. Uh, here is what you get to do, Monty. Uh, right now, and at the start of each of your turns, uh, instead of getting to choose an action, um, you get to roll a d10. Okay. Why don't you do that now? One. Uh, you use all of your movement to move in a random direction to do this. Roll a d8 and kind of, you know, go clockwise around. Um, Six, okay. which I guess is west. Okay, I'm, go- I'm right. moving west. Do it. All right. You run into the wall, <laughs> colliding with a, the dais and a chest there. It oh. rattles your teeth and the chest on the thing. Um, I'm going to say you're no longer within view of your friends who are in the hole. All right. You guys just see me run west out of view, and then you hear, thunk. All right. Uh, I'm just going to check in with you in kind of your order. Uh, Diendo, what do you want to do? Uh, I see Krong go running out of sight, and I so I hop into the room to see what's going on. Okay. And I say, what the heck are you doing? Uh, give me a uh, a wisdom saving throw. I would love to give you a wisdom saving throw. That is a 19. That, you know, that statue is kind of giving you a headache. Uh, Krong is there looking confused. Oh. Let me statue check is giving this. me a headache. Can I see, is the statue pretty, like, does, does it look like it's crumbling? Is it a strong statue? Oh, no, statue? it looks... I'm sorry. The uh, the the statue of the the, uh, the obsidian elven, statue of the yes. elf in the middle of the pool. Yes, it's it's, but it's not like a crumbling statue that's about to fall apart. It's no. Uh, all right. So that was Diendo. Uh, next up, Chomasa. What do you want to do? I am suspicious now, and I think I want to shoot an arrow at the statue because I don't want to okay. move. Do it. This might You're go. Shoot an arrow I'm, with I'm like... two swords. Uh, no, I'm not going to shoot an arrow with my two swords. I like him into my back and pull out my longbow, my back, not being my own back, but my containing sword holsters. Hmm. <laughs> Suspicious. <laughs> I roll a 13. Um, all right. Your arrow sails perfectly through the, uh, from the hallway into the chamber and plinks off of the obsidian statue. The statue looks unaffected. You suspect the statue might have some magical effects on it. Uh, cool cat. What do you want to do? Huh? Indeed. I'm I'm curious about the statue. Can I do an Arcana check on the statue? Because this seems like magic to me. What was that? Arcana on the statue. Thirteen. Um, it seems like this statue is purely magical because cool cat. In all your travels, you have not encountered any other statues that sing. Um. And it seems like this singing um, is having some ill effect uh, on the creatures of the area. It's likely also that, uh, you know, you had to get into the mine to hear the singing. It's likely that there's probably an inaudible effect on just all the creatures in a larger area. And it seems to be causing 
some creatures just to like not understand what they're doing and and um dr- potentially it seems like probably driving them insane or filling them with a, a bloody rage um so <laughs> i throw a yeah. boomerang at it clang no effect what? oh no effect there is does the boomerang come back or did i hit it and it just had no effect we'll say it bounces back perfectly into your hand hmm. um there, the clang, though, kind of echoes throughout uh, the chamber, and um, there is suddenly there's there's some bubbles in the pool uh, that the statue is uh, is sitting in. Mm, tiny bubbles. rising out of the pool Uh-oh. is a large crustacean monster. A lobster. It's like a lobster. Is it a rock lobster? It is. I'm not entertaining this line of questioning anymore. <laughs> it's a lobster roll. <laughs> It's um, a wicked, ugly lobster roll. All right. You see those around Harvard. Harvard, yeah. So a green, scaly, probably chitinous, I don't know, um, uh, lobster-like creature with horrible serrated lobster uh, jaws and more tentacles than, frankly, a lobster should have emerges from the pool. It is rolled initiative. And, uh, Deando, you're the first to go again. Yes. Can I identify whether this creature has... A butt? Uh, roll nature. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or perception? I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's a... Well, let's say it's perception. That's an eight. Uh, sure. It seems like it does. All right. <laughs> Bonus action. <laughs> so I'm going to run over through this guy's square towards his backside, mm-hmm. and I am going to attempt <laughs> to spear him, or her, or it, with my spear. Mm-hmm. All right. And also, I am twice going to punch it in the butt with my feet. Mm. With a flurry of blows. That first is a 23 with a spear. How do you punch with your feet? Isn't that kicking? You just make little fists. Ah. Fists with your (laughs) feet. Let me tell you about the great action movie, Kick Puncher, Jason. Yes. (laughs) I assume a 23 hits. A 23 spears this horrible lobster in its horrible lobster tail slash butt. Nice. Um, why? Why am I playing along with Steve? Eight butt damage. That what? Eight. That's that, that would be no. It's damage to a butt, not from a butt. Well, all right. Fair. I point. have dealt eight eight spear damage to its butt. Uh, piercing damage on its butt. Okay. All, all right. right. Now I'm now going to kick it twice. All right. Punch it with my feet. Uh, and those are both. Se- uh, sorry, nineteen. All right, yes, you are spearing it, you are pummeling its horrible, glistening thorax. Okay, one's a six, and one's a five. So 11 total. Plus the, did I say eight on the spear? Yes. Okay. All right, you have dealt some damage to the horrible lobster monster that just wants to live peacefully in this pool next to this awesome magic statue and murder anyone who comes nearby. Krong, you are unfortunately still confused by all of this uh give me a uh, a roll of a d10 two <laughs> um unfortunately you are your mind is just reeling on a roll of a two you don't move or take actions this turn sorry everybody uh, but the music it's so good sorry sorry monty sorry i know that like losing a turn is like the worst That's thing fine. can he save right. at this point at the end of his turn nope it lasts a minute oh man um, yeah. I picked low wisdom. This is what you get for it. I've done yeah. lots of stuff. Carry on. Yeah. Samson, you are well, 
you are basically you have barely stepped into the hallways of blades and electricity, but you can see in the distance a horrible lobster, uh, it uh, engaged in battle with your friend Diendo uh, Fat Rabbit. My short bow has a range of eighty feet, so I All don't right. need to move anywhere. Um, and I am going to stand it. Yes, sorry. Um, and I am going to blast it with my uh, bolt caster. Mm-hmm. And I think, what was it? I get a plus one on the attack and a plus one on the damage as well, assuming I hit it. Because it's magic this time. Yeah, because it's glowy. Yep. Um, all right. I have a 12 plus four plus one is 17. 17 will hit. You catch it in one of its horrible blades with a, an arrow. Gets it right in the joint for some amount of damage that you'll tell me about soon. I got a 5 plus 2 plus 1, 8 damage. All right. Anything else? I don't think I can do anything else because I wasted everything, all my special abilities. That's the spirit. Cool cat. Boomerang, 15. You- you don't have like a really cool thing that you're saving for this incident? No, I I run out of all my cool things. I'm just back to the well, boomerang. What was that for love? I, He's got I, lots I, of love. I missed those, Jason. What were they? They were healing and bane. Yeah, that's it. All right, Boom, boomerang. The healing was pretty good. I liked the healing yeah. part a lot. I don't know. It was okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> boomerang, roll boomerang. Or you I already did. rolled 15 it. Fifteen to hit. It clangs harmlessly off the chitin of this horrible, horrible lobster monster. It looks at you with its weird red beady eyes. Its tentacles do kind of a little dance now that it's aware of you. Uh, This is bad. Anything else, Cool Cat? Nope. All right. The horrible lobster monster is next. It is engaged with Deando Fat Rabbit, and so I think that is where... Its fury will be directed. Now, does it get to go first? Because Chomasa also has a four on initiative. Um, Chomasa, what's your dex modifier? It is two plus two. You, you can go before the horrible lobster creature. Oh, okay, it's, cool. it's it's a zero. Well, then I'm going to stay where I am and shoot my bow. And have you considered using your swords as arrows and shooting two swords <laughs> I, at it? That that I have. I feel like maybe I need not to be under disadvantage mm-hmm. and lose my swords because mm-hmm. I'm losing them in that black murky water otherwise. So it's just me in here, huh? Uh, okay. Grog <laughs> <laughs> okay. is here. He's just I unaware got... that what's going on. <laughs> An 11. Uh, your arrow sails uh, harmlessly into the chamber, nowhere near Diendo or the lobster monster. Or Krong. So just Krong. to complete the picture, there's a gigantic lobster monster. There's a small monk kicking it in the butt. Yep. <laughs> there's a bugbear running into the walls. Yep. And then there are three other creatures out in the hallway shooting arrows. And yeah. Boomerangs and yeah. Uh, Steve, or I'm with boomerangs. you. boomerangs. Steve, you know, after this adventure is over, uh, maybe you could hand embroider and send each of them like a nice little like wall thing that says, health is a team resource. That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. All, All right. right. Uh, lobster monster. <laughs> So the lobster will uh, turn to you, and unfortunately, this is real bad, Diendo. I'm sorry. This hmm. is not my fault. It's, okay. it's your friends. Uh, the lobster has multi-attack. Um, I figured as much. It is going to do a pincer attack on you first. 
Okay. That's not very threatening, though. Eight to hit. I leap over its pincer as it closes. All right. Nice. The other pincer is coming in. Uh, 17 to hit. That one gets me. Uh, all right. 11 bludgeoning damage as you are squeezed between its horrible lobster pincer oh, hands. Um, you are grappled. Neat. I'm if okay he was not out of actions, he would now feed on you, but he's out of actions. <laughs> Don't like All the right. sound of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations. It is your turn. So I'm going to go ahead and stay grappled. The the lobster claws are like around your tiny little waist, Diendo, and you could try and wriggle free, but instead you're just going to try and punch the thing in the face over yep. and over again. And or I'm going to use kick, up my other it. key point to try to flurry of blows at it into submission. So first All the right. spear... This is this is a strategy. Oh, the spear is only a fourteen versus AC. Oh, uh, you're having trouble. You know, you're you're used to being able. You're not used to being grappled by a lobster. This it's is true. New. It's true. That is an <laughs> unusual situation for me. Yeah, you're only level two. I will try to kick it twice though. All right. Uh, that is a twenty and a nine. Nine does not hit. Roll damage for the twenty. All right. Oh boy, that's a four damage with one little foot. All right, you kick it good in the tentacles. <laughs> I was aiming for the butt, but that's pretty yeah. close. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Krong, you're still confused. I'm so sorry. Please roll a d10. Three. This is exciting. Uh, you do not move or take any actions. Uh, Samson Jotham, uh, you stand cowardly safely in the hallway while your friend is being murdered by a lobster. It's I'm called good. strategy. You guys just relax out there. I'm cool. Yeah. Uh, does any, comfortable. Does anyone have some big rubber bands? <laughs> well, I think I'm going to shoot it again because that worked last time. Can I just ask out of curiosity, uh, what is better, your short bow or your literal arm sword? Uh, the short bow. Really? Yeah. All right. Um, it's a 1d4 plus 2 for the arm blade, 1d6 plus 2 plus 1 for the short bow. All right. Yeah, that's that's better. All right. I just figured it's like an arm that is also a sword. It'd be pretty good. Yeah, but, but it, it's it's really only useful when people don't know that you're about to stab gotcha. them in the throat. The, the uh, surprise of it is something yeah. you got to yes. pay for. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's when you've had all your weapons taken off you and yeah. you know you're somebody's giving a big speech you just stab him in the throat did i mention uh, that the lobster looks like he's probably about to give a good speech so well if, <laughs> we should have probably let the lobster have a go four score and seven lobster murders ago <laughs> i brought forth no all right sorry samson please continue uh okay i rolled uh 19 plus 4 plus 1. That sounds oh, that'll good. That'll hit. You plug the lobster with another arrow. Roll damage. And I get uh, 6 plus 2 plus 1. 9. <laughs> okay. Thank you for doing the calculations, person. A person who calculates. A peacock, if you will. I'm not hearing any, like, this lobster is looking really unhappy at this point. No, I'll or... keep you posted. Yeah, I'm noticing yeah. the lack of posting. Yeah. If anybody would like to come and wrench me from these steely claws at some point, I'd, you know, feel free. No pressure. Uh, cool Cat, you are next. So I'm going to give Bardic Inspiration to Diendo. Um, you can use a D6 to add to an ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. 
That might be wasted, but okay. Well, I mean, if you're if you think you're close, I, I think I'm close to being uh, fed. He's on concerned that he's going to be. Oh, you're going to be unconscious. Because the, the the horrible lobster monster goes oh, that's after true. Chomasa. And a, save, a save does nothing for me. The lobster has only attacked Diendo so far. It's true. You guys need to come... I'm going to be explicit. You guys need to come in and get mm-hmm. next to the lobster so it can attack you instead of Steve. Can you do anything to get Krong out of his uh, stupor? I don't think I can. Not a choice song? Or can you roll a medicine check or something to determine whether you can... Something that can tell you if you can wake him up or not because it'd be kind of useful to have a krong right about i now. know it would maybe i could shoot krong <laughs> tony is there a is there a check somebody could roll uh i don't believe i think he's got to ride it out all right unless unless somebody has a spell which probably you don't at this level that would like end a condition nope something on that d10 mm. may say go or ahead grant a action, saving throw so. or something like that uh rolled a 15 on the boomerang again so that's not gonna work Nope, sorry. And I will run up and be in front of the lobster. Oh, All right, boy. let us say you run up and hit it with a boomerang, but <laughs> fail to connect. Yeah. It's still going to try and eat me, but I appreciate it. It is. Um, you don't have any healing words left, no, cool cat. That's it's it's been a long day. I understand. I got three spell Chomasa. slots, and we haven't yeah. done a long rest, so I got nothing. We're level yep. two. I understand. Okay. Well, I have two swords. <laughs> Yeah. And Did you want to hand out that inspiration to someone? I am yeah. going cool. to. Yeah, Chomasa, you've got Bardic Inspiration now, so you're going oh, to get an good. extra D6 when after you uh, find out what your role is before you know whether it hits or not. Okay. A little bonus. And I think maybe some people who have been keeping track probably know approximately what the armor class of this horrible lobster is. You know it's more than 15. Yeah. It's not okay. super much higher than that, though. So okay. I'm hacking at the claw that has Diendo. Is that Krong? You're hacking at Krong? Oh, okay. Curry favor with the, the arm of the lobster mm. that is holding Diendo. Okay. With disadvantage. <laughs> yep. I don't see how that could go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm at nine, but I have a D6. I don't know if you want to use that D6. No, okay. not there. That's not going to get you there. It's not going to get you there. Oh, okay. And then I will try with my other sword. Mm-hmm. The better one. Obviously. And I have a 10. <laughs> That's better. Still not good enough. <laughs> One higher. So, I I tried. It's you all tried. Right. This is how you I want to go. You had two swords. Is it? Well, I mean, this is convenient. <laughs> then I have not hit anything. Eaten by a horrible lobster monster was always my You dream. know what? Being poisoned is real bad. All right. It is the horrible lobster's turn, correct? Yes. Yes, yes. All right. So... Uh, Diendo. Yes. <laughs> a mass of tentacles from the lobster's face writhe over your face, conveniently. Would those be the, um, those be the tentacles that I kicked earlier? Yeah. Uh, They're mad tentacles now. Um, make a DC 13 constitution saving throw. Okay. It's a 16. All right, you're fine, amazingly. Hey, this feels um, great. It tickles a little, actually. <laughs> Guys, this um, is tickling. You Somebody are. get me out of here! It's killing me. <laughs> um, no, seriously, I'm well, laughing, but it is killing me. So please. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He's gonna do it again. Oh, Give me another DC awesome. 13 Constitution saving throw. All right. That's a 14. It's enough. That'll do it. Thank you. Plus that, one on saving throws. Wow, that was the lobster's turn. Let me tell you, 
Something really horrible could have happened to you. Far worse than what's happening to Krong. Deando Fat Rabbit, you are still in the lobster's uh, claw, oh. but you are amazingly alive. How many hit points do you have out of curiosity? I believe it's a whopping five at this point. All right. So you're still there. Yeah, I feel like resting myself from this thing's grip at this point would be a good idea. You want to take a short rest from its grip? <laughs> oh, yeah, that, would be, that would be great. Just somebody ring the bell. You get an hour. Come back in later. If I could do that, that'd be awesome. Somebody tag me. Um, <laughs> what did I need to roll? You said uh, acrobatics or something? Acrobatics. Or, or you could do strength. athletics, but you probably want to do acrobatics. Yeah, it's acrobatics. Yeah, All right. I, I, know, I know how monks be. 19. <laughs> All right, you have no trouble kind of wriggling from its... Do you want to go up or down <laughs> from its grip? Um, sideways. Well, that's the, where the, 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 the pincer is. So you, oh, I think you got your no, choice. then not sideways. Okay. Let's go so, up. I would like to get, right. go up onto his claw and then run onto his back. All right, and so you do that. With the little move that I've got left, and that's it yeah. for me. All right. Krong, DC-10. Or not DC-10. Roll a D-10. Another three. You know what happens? Nothing. Yeah, you are just staring at the statue intently. Man, sorry, guys. Samson Jotham, you are um, still in the hallway. So I'm sort of looking at this situation, assessing that this is going badly for my. It is not going goodly. So it's not going that I badly. Think I'm going to move to here, uh, which is as far as I can go. And I can't see you on the map. Oh, you moved very far away. But still within range of my shortbow. That's 80? Yep. Okay. Well, that's like from where I am down to the thing is 55. So the map may not be totally to, to scale, but it's fine. Yeah. You're very yeah. far away. Yes. As Steve noted, the squares for our tokens are not the squares no, that are printed know. on the map. That's fine. Uh, Monty, how far is 80 feet compared to a pitcher's mound again? Uh, it's uh one third longer. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. You disgust me, but that's useful. It's almost on a, almost second base, <laughs> but not quite. Oh yeah. Okay. So from a decent far distance away, equivalent to uh the, a baseball infield. See, I knew I know a thing. One thing about baseball. Nice. Um, <laughs> Samson cowers, but uses his short bow. Thank goodness we didn't give him a long bow. He wouldn't be on the map anymore. And fires fires at the the uh the thing from yards and yards away from all of his friends. <laughs> what I consider a safe distance. Yes. Uh and I roll uh nineteen plus nineteen hits. Plus things. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this strategy, I think this is a good strategy. I can't see other. <laughs> it is a great strategy. strategy for Samson. It's unclear how it'll play out as a strategy for the well, party. The thing is I have no close-up attacks that are oh. any better. So, mm-hmm. is your strategy you know, I, to hide in the hall and shoot things? Because that's a great strategy well, in my experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this, this is basically how I would play this if it was a video game. Mm. Exactly so, right. Um, and I do a grand total of four plus two plus one, which is seven. All right, cool cat. Can cool, I, cool, cool cat. So I moved up to be close just so that Dienda wouldn't die alone. Can I disengage or in fifth edition, what do I do to, can I step back or can I not? I believe uh, disengage, disengage takes is, your action, but you can oh, do it. Oh, it takes my yeah. action. 
Unless you are a rogue and can do it as a bonus action. I am not. So. Oh, so now I've, I, by by being up here for no reason, I've now prevented myself from uh, actually ra- doing my ranged attack? Well, you can still I move. So. You just take an opportunity attack. Yeah, or you can attack with your ranged attack at disadvantage. Do you not have a melee attack of any kind that's useful? Not That's not nearly as good as my, gotcha. as my ranged attack was. But oh, then I was guilty. Can I recommend? Up here. It might miss you. Can I recommend being far away? It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so it's up to you, Jason. Do you want to do a boomerang attack at disadvantage from close range or a boomerang attack without disadvantage, but possibly with getting caught by a pincer? Uh, I'm gonna- Probably worth noting that the pincer does grapple you, so that might be dangerous. Uh, okay, I'm going to use my inspiration to attack at adv- with without disadvantage. Okay. Oh, I mean, I you like can that. also, uh, you could roll and see what the attack was first. Okay, or something, well, it's, but... it's bad. Okay. So now what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, think you missed. I don't, don't use right. my inspiration and it was bad. So, um, I mean, do you want to use, I mean, you can, you get to see the results before you cash in inspiration is what I'm saying. Uh, how about this, Jason? Use your action to disengage, then back up a couple of squares. You won't do damage this turn, but you also won't get hit this turn. Okay, I'm doing what Monty said. I'm just backing up. There you go. All right. I'm doing the Samson. Yep. Yeah. That's how you play a bard. All right. You back up. Uh, and how many boomerangs yeah. do you have left out of curiosity? Um, it reminded us he's a bard recently. I think he's Well, I haven't hit him yet, so I've got all six. <laughs> oh, good. Goodness. Chomasa, you are next. He hasn't mentioned the fact that he's a cat in a while either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I can't do my dragon's breath because... You've got Diendo in the region. Ah, this thing is big. I think you could maneuver around and find a way to to hit it with Dragon's Breath that would not get Diendo in the in the, the thing. Okay, let's try that. There's not a lot of you in that room. It's a decent sized circular room. You could move around him while still engaged and and find a way that just the Dragon's Breath goes just on him. Okay, so make a Dexterity saving throw for eleven. Critical fail. Yes. Deal. Let's seven points of damage. Fire uh, damage. You like one of the uh, arms of the lobster turns bright red as you cook it with your dragon breath. Um, there is a horrible squealing noise from the face area of the of the lobster. Uh, I'm sorry, I missed that. Could you could you repeat that? <laughs> uh and it's it's beady red t- eyes turn in the direction of chomasa its tentacles writhing in its horrible mouth area chomasa anything else i just think that it smells good and if we beat this thing it would be good in a stew or a roll <laughs> okay it turns toward you chomasa now you are the chosen one uh-huh. um Pincer attack. You're going to love it. It just tickles you with its tentacles. I it's just rolled a second critical fail in a roll in a row. I am just starting that die. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Tony. I will mm. only be saved by other people's rolls. Multi-attack. He gets to do a pincer attack again with a new die. 18 plus many is 20-something. Uh, so you are caught by the horrible pincers. 
Uh, you take 11 bludgeoning damage and are held in place by its horrible lobster-like pincers. Deando, Fat Rabbit, you are next. You are no longer being murdered by a lobster. You are simply witness to murder. Yeah, I'm standing on its back and I'm bleeding badly. Um, I'm not murdered yet. Witness to attempted murder. So I will once again try to stab it with my spear and kick it with my foot. Mm-hmm. Ah, that is an 18 and a 22. Damage. Roll damage. Both hit. Yep. Okay. Oh, not great. Uh, one of them's five and one of them's four. Nine damage. All right. Anything else? Nope. That does it for me. Krong, D10. One. Use all of your movement to roll, run in a random direction as determined by a D8. Just, just in case it was unclear, your goal here is to roll high. Uh-huh. <laughs> I rolled a one. That'll be north. So <laughs> right uh, into the wall. Wham! First, <laughs> you didn't have much of a run-up. So, you have done nothing useful this combat, and yet are somehow more courageous than Cool Cat and Samson. <laughs> now, Cool Cat came all the way in. That was... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fair warning, you ranged people. You gotta take a bunch of crap from Tony every time you take a turn, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm finding that out. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And keep in mind, Steve and I are heckling you in Dragonforge, we are absolutely the backline people. <laughs> yeah, you guys have been doing that in Dragonforge for like eight years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how you survive for eight years. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of cowards, it is Samson Jotham's turn. <laughs> See? Speaking of uh, excellent strategists. Mm-hmm. I, think you're, I think you're doing the right thing. <laughs> so... I, I will, you know, to prove my bravery, I will not retreat further. Wait, up wait, 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 wait. I'm looking at the map here. Are you actually two hallways back? <laughs> we can't. Yes, yes. he is. Yes. Just listeners, I, we should paint a picture here. Let's just take freeze. Everybody freeze. Time out. The circular <laughs> chamber with the horrible statue and the lobster monster. Currently in that chamber, one Krong running into a wall. One uh, Chamosa held in place by Lobster Monster. One Dando Fat Rabbit recently held in place by the Lobster Monster. Off of that chamber, the hallway of horrible traps. Cool Cat is, you know, in that hallway, still with well within sight of that chamber. Beyond that hallway, the giant chamber where they fought giant bugs. Beyond that chamber, yet another hallway where Samson Jotham stands. Half a baseball field away, <laughs> lobbing arrows from a distance. Perhaps, certainly, the lobster is unaware of his exact location. Also, likely, many of his friends and allies at this point. <laughs> We've forgotten we have a friend. Yeah. I would That's- insert the word successfully lobbing arrows. <laughs> yeah. No, you've actually been <laughs> delivering damage. Uh, you you are being effective, but... I bow to your cowardly. superior standing in the other room abilities. That's something even I haven't tried. <laughs> Here, yeah, let me let me just point out, uh, this is this is not a tactical. This is about this is about how it's read as a uh, as a heroic thing. All you need to do, Samson, is be the last back, right? You just need to have Cool Cat in front of you. Any further than that is actually unnecessary. I so mean, it's like, you know, that lobster <laughs> can eat, you know, four other people, and it's going to take a while to do that. Yeah, so I'm just saying, you only need to be like five feet behind Cool Cat, who is the next furthest away. It, it's the whole outrunning the tiger. I just, you know, but you thing. don't have to outrun the tiger. You just have to outrun Cool Cat, who yeah. is not, not a, a tiger, tiger, though he is an orange. <laughs> he is an orange cat, which is confusing, but yes. <laughs> so. Um. All right. Well, uh, winning strategy, or at least strategy. Strategy. Let's just agree it's a strategy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I will surprisingly 
shoot it with my short bow. Mm. Um, I roll a 12 plus 4 plus 117. Hits. Woohoo. Um, again, I point out the winningness of the strategy. Now, from there, can you <laughs> see that you hit it or do you just have to assume? I can see because I've got. He gets a little vision. red, red rectangle on his heads up display. Yes. He's got it as an artificer. Um, I can also see in the dark. So just imagine a sort of greenish kind of. Uh, I don't think night your vision. dark vision extends this far. Uh, six, yeah. it, sixty feet for the dark vision. Yeah, you're like so. 120 feet away right yeah. now, dude. Well, what you know. <laughs> I'm hitting it, so clearly I'm doing something <laughs> right. Guys, just really remember what you're doing in this fight so you can tell him about it afterwards, since he missed it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. As and he As he continues to uh, snail mail arrows into this room. <laughs> Basically, I'm sort of looking away and just firing <laughs> arrows down the corridor. So I have, I have not logged your damage yet, which I suspect is a number. <laughs> it is a number, and that number uh, is... Two plus no, hang on. Two plus two. That's more plus than one. one number, James. That's not fair. The number is five. Five okay. is the number. All right. This uh, this horrible lobster is starting to show the signs of the length of this battle. Cool cat, boomerang, boomerang. Taking my inspiration, firing again. It just keeps on clanking off. You are not Maybe having you good take luck off with that those boomerang. mascot hands. You might have some better luck. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's all for Cool Cat. Chomasa, you are uh, currently being held in place by horrible lobster claws. Yeah, this so is going to go well. You could choose to use your move to escape, or you could choose to use your move to hit it with one or more swords. But it's an action to escape, right? It is an action to escape. All right. You know what? Let's just try and hit it. Okay. This could be a mistake because I, I don't you. have a ton of points left. <laughs> but now, Diendo tried I'll that, just, but Diendo is an pass idiot. Out. So. Yeah, but you know what? Um, I'm probably not going to escape anyways because I'm rolling under disadvantage, so I might as well just try and whack it with swords. Fair point. If I'm going to die, let's go out with a bang. Um, will 12 do it? 12 will not. This poisoning was not helpful. Just no, no. Um, so then going six won't do it card, either. Tony. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The horrible lobster is next. Um, let's see. I think it's going to try and crush you some more, Chomasa. An eight versus AC is not very intimidating. Uh, and so it is going to try and eat, feed on your face with its horrible tentacles. Give me a DC 13 constitution saving throw. Also under disadvantage. Mm -hmm. Do you still have the inspiration you were given earlier? I. Yes. I think you used it. No. Yeah. No, no she didn't, I didn't use it because okay. she rolled so badly so... that she couldn't use it. I apologize. <laughs> yes, that's no point. You do have bardic inspiration, which again, you can wait and see what the. Uh, I, the thing I did is. roll. At, oh, sorry, what was the saving throw? It's a DC 13 constitution save. Okay. Um, I'm going to roll that inspiration because I'm at 11. Yeah, do it. Come on. You got to be two or one. <laughs> I rolled a one. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> the tentacles writhe all over your face. And, well, there's good news and bad news in that. The good news is a form of lesser bad news. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> The good news is the main thing that this does is it poisons you, which you are already. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. And double double poisoned is not a thing. 
Uh, the bad news is that this new form of poison does stack with your other form. So, so you have to are, save twice? Uh, this one only lasts a minute. Okay. Um, you, uh, you are paralyzed for a minute. Okay. And you can attempt to not be paralyzed at the end of each of your turns by okay. making a constitution saving throw. So uh, check what paralyzed does, though, because it's, it's real bad. Um, paralyzed status. Paralyzed is incapacitated and can't move or speak. Automatically fails strength and dexterity saving throws. Attack rolls against have advantage. Mm. Any attack yeah. that hits the creature is a critical hit if the attacker is within five feet of the creature. So you feel like poison course through your veins and you are like stuck in like a, a frozen rigor and uh, incapable of move. This looks bad, people. Your uh, your Dragonforge uh, is uh, Dragonborn. Dragonborn is heavily poisoned. Your uh, bugbear is heavily confused, and your uh, artificer is a coward. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm also bleeding a lot. I'm dying for you, Samson. Diendo, you're here. (laughs) I think Samson at this point is like checking out where the exits are. Yes. (laughs) All right, here comes Diendo. One spear, one foot, no waiting. Mm -hmm. I got an. I got a crit, which I'm going to use on the spear. Mm-hmm. And I got a... I probably shouldn't roll these dice at the same time. I also probably, got a probably not. <laughs> I also got a 20, so both hit. All right, they both hit. So the crit is going to be an 11. I'm sorry, no, we were, I rolled twice, right? Yes, roll the damage so die twice. That will be... Oh, nice. It's a 12. It's even better. Okay. And I lash out with my foot... And that's a seven damage. All right. This lobster is looking severely damaged. One or two hits might be all it takes to take it down and save the day. I use my move to run up and down its back just to irritate it. <laughs> it gives it a soothing massage. <laughs> <laughs> so, it gains one hit point back. <laughs> yes. Um, it is. It gains inspiration. Um Krong, will you be able to join the fray? Roll a d10. Nine. Yeah! Nine! On a nine or a ten, the creature can act and move normally. You gain your turn back, Krong. Come and get it. For one round. We need you, Krong. Am I prone? Uh, No, I don't think so. You've just been running into the walls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there any place in here I can hide behind? Is it all distracted? Samson. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's well, a lot of statues. Taking my and face stuff. right I now. I don't think you can get advantage on the roll, but you are. We are within five of it. So yeah. All right. I, yeah, I'll just rush up to it and stab it with uh, my rapier. Okay. Go. I will attack. Non-advantage. Nineteen to hit. Nice. You plunge your rapier right into its horrible, uh, I keep wanting to call it crocodile, horrible lobster thorax, and roll damage. Ten. It's part of it makes a me. horrible noise. <laughs> as its guts tumble out of that hole in its chest, and you have joined the fight and saved the day, Krong. Oh. You are what well, heroes okay, made, are made of. We loosened up that jar lid pretty good. Bravely in the chamber, <laughs> the whole fight, continually providing support and friendship to your friends who needed it. From the hallway, Cool Cat shouts, The boomerangs helped! <laughs> Not, no, they didn't. <laughs> and at this point, Samson comes back into the chamber. <laughs> okay. Where were you, dude? But the music's still going, right? <laughs> 
the the From stone the is still uh, the uh, statue is still singing, so it is probably worth keeping your distance from it. But what can you do about it? Mm. Uh, nothing. I already took my stuff. Can I do an Arcana check to see if I can figure out how to disengage this magical mechanism? Yes, give me an Arcana check, Samson. Other people should be thinking about what they are going to do as well. Um, I rolled a 16 plus 5, 21. Samson, it occurs to you that this is a powerful, powerful magic object. Is it a weapon? Is it a trap? unclear uh you feel like perhaps this is not a good place to be and that whatever magic powers this horrible statue is beyond your abilities to do anything about uh you may need to do you are not going to be able to destroy the statue or disarm it you need to find something else to deal with it so tony you you said that you said that two of the chests have uh stuff that has come out onto the floor like uh indeed yes all right cool Uh, but also there is also, there is a horribly murdered d- dwarf next to them. Wow! Oh. Cool cats. Cool cats. One. Yeah. It's a trap. trap. <laughs> cool cats. Wondering if it. This is a like a, a a car alarm, and if we could like put the stuff back in the chest, if it would sh- shut itself off. That's it. Is an idea. Thought. But mm. but the trap. Uh, shall I just nip out and get the rest of the like gold? To have a look at these statues with the axes, just to see if those appear to be. The traps that chop this dwarf up. Give me a perception check. You got it, dude. Oh, it's a six. Uh, they don't look like traps to you. They look like statues. Which look like traps to me. Mm. I've worked with you before. Cool Cat similarly agrees that these are probably not traps. Mm. <laughs> Chomasa, do you want to do anything? You are not paralyzed at this point. I was like, am I able to move? I am not paralyzed? Yeah, it, um, wore, it, all, it wore off after a minute. Can I just move? I'm going to move a little carefully closer to the chests, but not touch anything. Okay. Did look at the gold pieces. Mm. What's there? Uh, you just want you want to look at the gold. Um, yeah. Let's see. I think it tells me how much you want gold perception? There is somewhere. Yeah, give me a perception. Okay. I don't know why I'm rolling <laughs> anything. Six. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of gold on the floor. Also, a. Uh, um, horribly murdered uh, dwarf standing next to the gold. For lying. <laughs> he doesn't stand anymore. Is there any other kind of murder? I agree with the reverse looting plan. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, let's see if we could... Um, we should check these chests to see if they're trapped in. and see if... Are they open or closed? Uh, there are six chests. Two of them are open. They look like they were smashed open by that dwarf with just a, an axe. Uh, the other oh, four let's... chests look undisturbed. Let's let's put the gold or the coins or whatever it is back in the chest and see if that shuts off the song. Uh, All right, uh, you want to do that, Sam? Samson, you uh, you fixed those abacuses earlier, right? Yeah, I can fix chests. Excellent. No problem. And, and I've got um, and I've actually got a mage hand, so I can pick mm-hmm. up the coins bit by oh. bit and scoop them back in from from distance without being right. near them. Uh, you spend, uh, uh, you know, five or ten minutes scooping several hundred gold pieces back into... Uh, I guess um, technically it's like a mage mascot hand, but... Yeah, 
you know, yes. it's <laughs> <laughs> glowing. You glowing fumble orange. with every no, single coin. Jason, Jason, it only says number one the whole time, though. So that's the problem. It's, <laughs> it's, it's good for it's, foam it's good for mage foam finger. Yeah, it's good yeah. for it's mage good finger. for poking things and like like it's good for disarming a trap, but it's not good for scooping. Um, you know, right. strangely, mascot hands are terrible for holding markers, but pretty good for scooping up. Uh, coins yeah. that are on the floor. Yeah. Someday um, we're going to meet Cool Cat's tribe and it's going to be the best day ever. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, when the ratings really stagger, we'll do that. Um, <laughs> and you're going to have to do the voices and names for everyone. Alright. Uh, why don't you guys give me some perception checks as you're poking around and doing this because it takes a little bit of time. Anyone who's going to be in the room doing stuff. And we'll say at this uh, point, you've, you've gotten used to the horrible atonal singing from the statue and do not feel compelled by it. I got a 13. Also, mainly the thing that it would compel you to do is just be in this room forever. Uh, I'm sorry. So, Krong, what'd you get? I I got a three on perception. This room's pretty sweet. Yep. Uh, (laughs) Samson Jotham? I got a six. I got a 15. Uh, As you are inspecting the uh, areas, it is clear that the the chests that were disturbed were part of a trap. It looks like there's probably some pressure plates under all of the chests. And, like, the dwarf thought he was being clever by not opening the chest and instead smashing it open, but clearly uh, a trap was set off. You think messing with the chest further would uh, unleash poisonous gas into this room, which would be bad. Oh, oh dear. Uh, cool cat. I will also tell you, you discover, uh, it looks like the dwarf may have been involved in this. Next to the slain dwarf is a large kind of tarp that looks unusual. Sorry, say that again? There's a large tarp, a big Big piece of cloth. Oh, let's throw it over the statue. Can we just cover it over the statue? Yeah, that seems like a good plan. If we can't see it, it can't hurt us. Makes sense to me. Okay. Uh, You take the large black drapery. Uh, It seems clear that it it probably was in this room originally, because why is the dwarf carrying around? Like It's like a big, like, 20-foot-long piece of fabric. Uh, and you wrap I'm it. Carrying some weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you you take a moment or so, perhaps with the help of a uh, a mage hand, to wrap mage it hand. around the statue, and you feel better just not seeing the statue. But also, strangely, the uh, the drapery blocks out all sound. Mm, and it wow. seems like probably this was how this statue was stored here in this precious vault. Because this statue is a powerful magic object. Perhaps it could be used as a weapon in, or an offering or some other kind of thing. But it's best kept wrapped in this magic drapery that contains the sound Indeed. within. Should we put a sign up? Do not disturb. You should probably put a sign up on your way out. That so works. can we like block off the... <laughs> doorway i think have you ever that you seen have... a sign that says danger don't steal any of the gold yeah. inside this tomb it's cursed those signs don't work let me ask you adventurers <laughs> you have solved the riddle of the dwarven vault what horrible magic was compelling these creatures to act so violent and vicious and with madness perhaps white sparrow is a little bit safer because of your actions somehow all five of you are intact. That was not expected. Uh, the question is now, do you simply just head back to town uh, intact and with a decent amount of gold, or do you spend any time messing with the vault before you go? I don't think the internet is going to allow us to scoop up any gold at this point. Yeah. No. I don't trust this. We, we have some nice gold bars. Let's just be happy. Yeah, I agree. 
yeah, think so. That seems reasonable. And so you you leave the other six chests undisturbed, but with the knowledge of where they are, in case you're ever hard up for money later, um, and head back into town, far richer than you ever were, certainly were at the start of the day, and with your lives. You return to White Sparrow unscathed and intact, and live to tell about the tale. A- and the eventually get unpoisoned. And eventually get unpoisoned. Presumably there's a parade of some sort, right? I mean, aren't they they're pleased to see us that we've we've solved the problem and now there's gonna be a big Hollywood parade? <laughs> Your reward in addition to the hundreds of gold Private. pieces worth of gold bars and gems that you recovered is a hearty handshake from Sheriff Ruth Willow Main, who is impressed with your work. Thanks, Sheriff. The end. Do we get a private tour of the hand? <laughs> <laughs> and so you are the you have survived the adventure of the Dwarven Vault. You're halfway to level three. You have picked up some magical objects, which maybe if you can't use, you might trade with other adventurers in the town of White Sparrow. Also some gold that you might use to purchase some items of your own from the local adventuring outfitters i think i have all i have left to do is to thank my players for surviving this mini adventure you're First welcome off, well I'll, I'll get to you um <laughs> jason Sounds snell thankful. thanks for being here thanks for being cool cat i don't know if we'll ever see him again or not cool cat loves um, you i guess he does monty ashley thank you for being a monster thank you that was super fun Annette Weirstra, thank you for being here. Sorry you were poisoned for a lot of it. (laughs) Next time, I will be amazing with my two swords. I know it. I know it too. James Thompson, I'm sorry you had to fight through multiple fevers and that I'm such a jerk to people who are ranged fighters. (laughs) You're not. Well, uh, math and cowardice are undefeated. Indeed they are. And lastly, Mm -hmm. thank you for being a halfling that punches things in the butt. Siendo <laughs> lives to punch butts another day. I did not think you were all going to make it through, uh, but we may see some of these characters again. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye.